This week on Dude Soup, Alana saw Avengers early. We got some horrific Kickstarter games and some other news about a self-driving car. Perhaps also Omar's here all together on this week's episode of Dude Soup. Right top of the head. You would never believe it. I just made that up. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm so good. You're a professional. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm real curious to get into this. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome back to Dude Soup uh, Post-Rapture Edition. Once again, mm. where everyone's gone. Everyone's gone. <laughs> Actually, I've always wanted Omar on the show. He's usually back on the decks, yeah. but today we got Matt's Matt Peak running the show. How's it going, Matt? Hello. Hopefully I do an okay job. I believe I mean, in you. Yeah, he does as good as I can. <laughs> Did you see the thread on the th subreddit last week? Because you guys were in Austin. Somebody made an mm -hmm. entire thing just saying, man, the switching was really good this week. Mm -hmm. It's basically saying like, fuck you, Omar. <laughs> You're terrible at this. The one week that it yeah. wasn't there is real good. Uh, people were really upset when we did the hottest dudes one and you kept picking the bad photos. People were very <laughs> upset about that. There were like a portion of people that were like, I thought that was excellent. Well, we're going to get into some stuff uh, right up here in a second. But first, let me let you know. Now, this show is brought to you by Quip. If you go to quip.com slash dude right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Also brought to you by Upstart. If you go to upstart.com slash dude, you'll find out how to lower your Upstart, or so you can find out how low your Upstart rate is. And then finally, ExpressVPN. You can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash dude. There's a, there's a theme there, slash dude. Slash dude. Just slash go, dude. Go to any website and do slash dude and see what happens. Don't do that. Uh, so Just first put dudes up, into your search thing. Dude.com. What's dude.com? <laughs> so uh, first up, Alana. Hi, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, yes, I've been on a journey. Yeah, fresh off the Burbank boat where yeah. you got to see an early screening of Avengers Endgame. Yeah, it was almost weirdly exactly almost 9 a.m. to 12. It is a almost three hour exactly movie. three hours. Doesn't feel like it. Um, is it? What is the actual runtime? Three hours. It's got to be almost exactly, yeah. There'd yeah. be maybe a couple minutes to spare. But I, I feel like we walked in at 9 and we got out at 12. I thought it would be maybe an hour long. Like, they find Ant-Man, they put him up Thanos' butt, <laughs> and then the movie ends. But there's it's a three-hour film. We're all going to see it Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Bruce is going Thursday. Some people are going the night before. But we, as a, uh, a fun-loving group, as we do, as a, a family workhorse, actually think... You were not here when he did this last year, Alana. No, but wasn't we here. all we all take the day off or the lunch. Yeah, off. we go see the movie, then come back here and record a podcast about it. Yeah, so It'll uh, be fun. I'm looking forward to that. But you said mm -hmm. I hate you guys. I'm going to go see it early because. So yeah, just blah. middle fingers everywhere. Like, look that what I get weird. to do. Yeah, I texted yeah. you, and I was much more polite about it than that. Yeah. No, this like, is what I saw I in think my this head. This is a good opportunity. Um, <laughs> I guess, and obviously, we are going to avoid every single spoiler I'm not in the even, world. I'm. I'm not allowed to give spoilers yet. Uh, spoiler embargo is 3 p.m. Pacific time for all reviews, so I, I, I can't. Spoiler embargo should be till Sunday. Yeah. The Lord's Day. Review embargo is 3, and they're allowed to start giving out plot details. Yeah. So watch your IGNs and your game spots. <sighs> or like, or, or do like don't. Yeah, don't they, watch your IGNs. I mean. yeah. 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 Be careful. They, I'm, I'm going to go really dark on this stuff. Like, I just I can't. Not, I'm going to go dark. I am going dark. I don't yeah. want to see any of this full, stuff. Yeah. Full media blackout. I avoided all of it, and... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened that I didn't so, expect at all. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask very general questions. I would have teared up like maybe like seven or eight times. Actually cried once. Would have? Like I, I got teary. Like I don't know exactly how many times. But Chris Evans said he did, I think, six. And During then, shooting? No, while they were watching it. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's hmm. super emotional. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Um, as good, better, or worse than uh, Avengers Infinity War, the one we saw last year. I don't really know how to say. 
Yeah, you've had about 30 minutes of processing. Yeah, it, so. and it has this this one flaw in it that I keep being like, how did you guys screw that up? There's just this one thing that I'm stuck on that's just, it ignores its own logic to do this one thing. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all, right. all good. That's all good. Just got very startled. Um, um, is it better or worse? And I really don't know, but I'm I'm okay. very satisfied. I, I, I can't imagine that, like, because, and this is pure conjecture because I haven't seen anything, but it seems like those two are going to be a solid product. Yeah. So you can't be like one's better than the other because yeah. they're a that's a whole. They are that's the same one thing, thing basically. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing versus like so you can say how is the end of Avengers versus like Civil War or something. Yeah. Like that. Ooh, that's but it's fair. for sure yeah. the saddest of all of them, but like not to even imply there are deaths, not because of stuff like that. It's just the way that. Like a lot of it's shot is mm-hmm. in a way that's like trying to make you feel sad. <laughs> like it's hmm. well, I mean, you have to think that the way that it takes place is after all of these people have vanished. Right. So a lot of the opening of the film is just like dealing with people dealing with the fact that people have vanished. Mm-hmm. And that's such a brutal thing that you don't really get to see the first time around. So it's a lot of it's just like very upsetting. <laughs> just like Man, I mean, this you is watched rough. the less leftovers. That was on no Bruce Field. That's really good. Yeah, Bruce it, watched that one. I it it's weird. It, you should everyone should watch it because it's actually very good. Yeah. But getting getting into it is hard. Mm. It's a very slow ramp up. Sure. But once you're past it, is really good. But it does that. It tackles that stuff in a very unique way. I felt yeah. like where it's not about these people disappearing. It's about what happens to the people that to are everyone left. Everyone else, else, you know, yeah. and that mm-hmm. like the drama of families who only one or two of four are still there or something yeah. like that. It's it's actually gets pretty intense in that stuff. So yeah, I can imagine how brutal this like, movie is. The first be. scene is is really messed me up pretty bad in a way that I just wasn't expecting. Just like oh, that's rough. But well, the uh, the trailers have shown us next to nothing. Thank God. Um, I really appreciate that. I don't think I've seen a single one of the trailers yet. I mean, even the things that they've shown on TV yeah. or like they show they've been showing very little and they've been showing sort of like flashes of other stuff. I actually appreciate that for a three hour movie that we've only seen scenes. What I can guess were from like the opening of the movie. Perhaps I don't want to know. Don't tell me. It's fine. I don't remember anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I know they, they sort of did this misdirection with The Last of Any War where they're like, look at Hulk running out in the big fight. It wasn't Hulk. It was Bruce Banner, Hulkbuster armor. Um, was I that thought a lot of it was very unexpected. It is a is it a action-heavy movie or is it kind of action light? I know it's a three-hour movie, but... Because it's a three-hour movie and because a lot happens, uh, it's a mix of everything. Right. So parts of it are really sad. Parts of it are really high action. They still have like good jokes. It's like one of my favorite jokes in the movies about a sandwich and it's really dumb, but it's just like <laughs> stupid stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, it's a it's a mix. It's, I feel like they actually paced it very, very well. And then it didn't feel like three hours, didn't feel like it dragged. And it was all of the things that all the movies before have had all spaced apart for this one complete package. OK, I, I think I mean, the movie sort of draws you in with. Thanos on a on you know on Titan fighting the Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider Man and Iron Man and everyone in this big fight that they kept alluding to. They showed you pieces of that in early trailers. In this one, they've shown you nothing. Yeah. But I think the assumption is you're already bought in. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine anyone's looking at the movie going, ah, there's nothing in there for me. Like everyone needs to know how this ends. Is that sort of how you felt going into it? Yeah. And I, I think that like even just like I can't imagine there's anyone who exists who was like, I need to see the trailer before I decide. Or do you think there's Endgame. anybody who's not seen uh, Infinity War and is excited to see Endgame? Surely not. There, right? There's always one. I, I mean, yeah, everyone exists, but like, 
They're not, not. They're not trying I to bring how people much in. Sense it would make to you. No, I think that I think it still would make sense. There, there are, there are relationships went, that don't though. There are people who went into Infinity War who knew nothing of the other movies, which is fine. Mm. You're allowed to do that. I just wish they'd shut the fuck up during the movie and they kept asking the person next to him, <laughs> yeah. who's that? Who's that? Like, That's Captain America. He's gone rogue. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for for Friday when we're sitting in the thing. I'm going to try to sit next to Adam so I can see him freak out about the other <laughs> always, people in the theater. <laughs> this is this is my curse. I, I always forget this. Every time I go to the theater, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Something. I had a the guy in the seat. The seats in that theater were really strange. They like rotated a lot and the guy in front of me just kept moving and I was like, I swear like, to God. I've, I've had one of those, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've had the guy on his phone, uh, always on the phone. They did a phone ban at Disney. So <laughs> Thank God. Uh, what, for, what, for anyone who wasn't pressed. They like put in a locker badges. or something, right? Yeah, they took yeah. people's what, phones what off. What was the event like? Where, where was it? What was it? It was at Walt Disney Studios. So actually at Disney where they film stuff in uh-huh. Burbank. Cool. And um, So they have like a big theater to... To screen yeah. their own stuff, yeah, it's a it's a nice theater too. Like, yeah, it was it was cool to to be there for it. Um, it was just so weird to walk in in the morning when the temperature was normal, be in the dark for three hours and then walk out and it was super hot. <laughs> just like, oh, I've missed so much. <laughs> it just actually startled me. But yeah, nobody uh, from what I saw left to go to the bathroom. Nobody peed themselves. The three hour runtime is not that much of a big deal. Um, but yeah, I did cry a few okay. times. And right. I don't cry in films a lot. So. Uh, and then my final question, just because I don't want to linger on this for too much, because I think this will air on Thursday. On It'll YouTube. be right before everyone gets to see the movie. Yeah, yeah and obviously we don't want to give any massive spoilers or anything for you. Um, does it, uh, since this is the fine final chapter of this whole what, phase three or four? Is that or, what this is? Is phase phase three? I, I forget where we're at, but I mean, either way, yeah. it's it's a bookend, right? To this big actually, event I'm, that happened. I'm curious if that is actually true or not, because. Um, I, I guess mean, I don't, guess. I don't, I don't want to know what you're like, don't <laughs> give me any, <laughs> the, 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 sorry, the more broad question is, does it feel like it leaves anything open that you want to see whatever next movie they're setting up? Or do, you, uh, do you feel done? Do you feel like you just took a giant dump and you don't need any more fiber? There are things that, that are open or have been opened or whatever to like allude to what further films might be. Hey, sorry, real quick. Someone's saying there's no audio on the live feed. Oh, oh yeah, they're all saying that. Yeah. Yeah. How do I... What's right, the, hold what's on, the I'll switch? be right. All right. Yeah, sorry, We are man. taking a break here. When you see me do that again, we're back, and we can fix that in the edit. Okay, I'm back. This are sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're back. So you could have cut all that garbage out. Your question was uh, if... if if it left me wanting more from Marvel. Yeah, does, is there anything anything lingering that they sort of leave like where you're like, man, I can't wait to be back here in six months to a year when right. Spider-Man comes out and Black Panther 2 comes out and Doctor Strange 2 comes out. Mm-hmm. What else are they making like, a Doctor Strange 2? Of course they are. Made money. Yeah. It felt more like an ending than any other Marvel movie I had ever seen. Well, I mean, all of the Marvel movies leading up to this, none of them had endings very specifically. Yeah, and this was so. leading towards this movie. Yeah. So it feels more like a done than I expected. Okay. But it for sure leaves stuff open. That said, it feeling so done made me like, I'm good. <laughs> like, maybe I won't watch the next few. Really? Yeah, Whoa. in a way that, because I've been trying to kind of jump off for a little bit because I, I feel like I got a little bit fatigued by the amount of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I didn't, I wasn't excited about Captain Marvel very much. Uh, so I might like maybe just pick and choose them going forward. But it, it really is a like, that's, yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> we did the thing. Done. 
but wow. yeah, there are there are still holes left open for sure. They have to. They always have to leave the holes. I mean, I it's not like they're going to stop making movies. <laughs> no, no, God, no. I yeah, just like, like it's, if they took like it's, a two year break, that would make me like. Well, they, they're good. taking a one year break, which in Marvel years is are probably they? a two year break. When's I, the next I think, movie? I think after Spider Man, which is this summer. So you'll for sure see Spider Man. Love Spider Man. We'll see all of those. <laughs> but there's like exceptions, right? I'm like, I don't it's, need. It's just like, yeah. Have I, I don't ever, need more. Have you ever met Thor a drug addict? Movies like, yeah. I don't know. Okay. If it's Taika Waititi, I'd watch it too. It's, there it is. There's the problem. Okay, they got you by the, the balls. Uh, the Spider Man movie is still Marvel Studios, or is that the one that went back to Sony? It's still no, Marvel. I think it's Marvel. Yeah. Marvel Studios Sony collaboration. Right, but type didn't thing. didn't that end? Didn't that like that tryout of hey we're gonna give you back Spider Man not go the way I Sony wanted and they took it back? Making two movies out of it? Oh, they did make two. Well, movies. I mean, because Civil War would be the third movie, and yeah. these things usually happen in threes. So mm. Far From Home would be the the third one, and then of the Spider Man integration. Yes. So the best and worst thing that happened to Sony is Venom succeeded, and now they're <sighs> now there's interest in renewing. Again. They want because they can continue to renew the Spider Man license indefinitely. As long as they do it every few years. And if it doesn't make the money, there's no reason for them to do it. But then Venom made a billion dollars. So they said, ooh, there is something here. Let's yeah. continue doing it. On the flip side, Spider-Verse was the best damn superhero movie I've ever seen. Spider-Verse is fantastic. Yeah. Having having time to sit on it and buying on Blu-ray and rewatching it three more times, it is so it perfect. It is so good. But do you yeah. think they could do, like, they can't do, like, an ongoing... That, that movie exists... In that little pocket, yeah, yeah. There's not like a Spider Verse two that's going to make that that I first hope one. Not, yeah. I mean, who knows what they're going to do for money or whatever. But <laughs> I mean, the 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 crux there is uh, Chris Lord or was it uh, Miller Miller and Lord? I get their names mixed up. Sorry, uh, Phil Lord, Chris Miller. Mm-hmm. I think those are the names. They're the Clone High guys. They did uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Lego Movie, um, basically a lot. Uh, Twenty One Jump Street. They're really good at taking things Wait, that they did. Spider Verse. Yeah, well, they—I believe they were writers on it, wow. but, or producers. They were fantastic, definitely movie. attached to it. Uh, they were also the ones who originally did the Han Solo movie, which mm. wait, uh, the original one, as in not the one that came out, well, the ones that got kicked off. Yeah, they were the guys. They were the writers, directors, and they said, "We're going to make like, it fun." Kathleen Kennedy was like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, get in <laughs> there. She sounds uh, old. Go Ron back Howard. to Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, and they <laughs> said, and they said, "Fine, we're going to make something good over here because apparently their their sort of gusto was not welcome in the Star Wars <gasps> universe, even though it." Badly needs but it. Star Wars is supposed to be really, really, really hard to work on because Lucas will be like, no, nah, it's not Star Wars enough. They wouldn't do that in Star Wars, but they won't tell you but he's why. Not there, he's not there to say that. No, anymore. not him. I just mean L- Lucas company. the entity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lucasfilm. Uh, do they? Our, oh, our internet's dead. That sucks. Hmm. I can't read chat, unfortunately. I'm sorry, <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm afraid to refresh anything else because it I, might have, all break. <laughs> I have all my ad reads right here <laughs> and all my important news stories that yep. I definitely need. Um, yeah, I'm actually, High quality I'm, not sh- studio. I'm not sure about how that deal is shaking out right now, mm. but, um, you're right. Um, if you do look at the Miller Lord, um, batting average, everything they work on tends to do really well. And then when someone else takes over and does a sequel, cloudy with a chance of meatballs too, not received as well. Mm. Lego movie too, not received as well. I believe they did both 21 and 22 jump street or what was it just yeah, called? Those 21? are all really good movies. Those are great movies. Both of them back to back were great. And I think they worked on both of them. Mm. Um, also there's a, Season, season, maybe two seasons of Clone High. You should definitely watch. What is Clone High? Oh, was it? Of it. it was an MTV two cartoon that aired in like the two thousands, early the early aughts, uh, where it's an entire high school of cloned uh, historical figures, and one of the main characters is Abraham Lincoln, 
uh, who's a very awkward teenager voiced by Will Forte. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his best friend's Gandhi. Uh, Excellent. There's the jock, JFK. Uh, of course. Abraham Lincoln, or just Abe, has a real crush on Cleopatra. Uh, yeah, had a lot of the Scrubs people involved with it, too, at some hmm. point. Yeah, it's oh. it's a damn good show. I'm surprised you've never heard of it. You haven't either? I haven't. Hmm. But that, that there's a bunch of MTV animation stuff from, like, the early 2000s, late 90s or whatever that I totally missed. Yeah. Hmm. You never watch Wonder Shows then? No, well, not not then. Oh, I've seen it now because of you and Bruce and them. Wonder <laughs> Shows is some shit. Yeah, there's a, a bunch of that a show stuff. that should have never existed. Yeah, it somehow it did. I'm, I'm always very particular about that show. About if certain people like certain things, I'll be like, "Have you seen Wonder Shows?" But I will hmm. never tell anyone to watch it. I will never be like, "You should watch Wonder Shows." No, Shosen. that's that's a good. I point. would never recommend it to it, anyone. It's like uh, Xavier Renegade Angel. Same, yeah. same exactly guys. the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's, There's it's, also a mess of a show, yes, but I love it. But I, same with Aqua Teen. Like I tried yeah. watching Aqua Teen when we were in Austin. Uh, there's this one arc that I love with uh, their landlord, Mocula, shows up. And he has this bit where he's like, I'm turning 40-40. Like, <laughs> he says, lordy, lordy, I'm turning 40-40. Then he tattoos a map of it on Carl's body Ooh, in the night. So I tried watching it with Elise, and I don't think she was into it. It's a yeah. very, they're, they're all yeah. very, very specific when it comes to humor like wonder shows and is not a thing that most people should like more people like it than they should based on what that show is it's i like watching it but it makes me really sad yeah it's also a commentary on so many things it's it's snarky commentary on all sorts it's of political it's the hand puppets with the homeless people always yeah. make me upset but I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm always like i get why you're doing it though like also, I, good point man. one of the cartoons is like a gi joe parody but it's all homeless vets Jesus, dude. And it's just like, oh, my God. And they did another one with a RoboCop um, parody, but it's a wino. So they're like, there's a big explosion in like a, an alley. And they're like, they try to rebuild this cop. But they're like, you you rebuilt the wino. Because there's like one shot of a wino in the corner. So it's this drunk homeless guy. But it's RoboCop. And he just loves wine. Amazing. It, it, it Terrible. Is like, it's a one-off two-minute joke. And you're like, dear God, it went, it goes so far. That was all on but, MTV and not like Adult Swim? Like an MTV2. Yeah. When they were trying this whole thing. There's like the whole like liquid television and that sort of era. Post Max, post uh, the head. And Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux, and, yeah. All that sort of stuff. Whereas like this, I don't know, there's some really good program that came out of it. But damn, oh damn. R.I.P. I, <laughs> I tend to bond really well with people if they like shows like Wonder Shows and or uh, Xavier or Aquatine yeah. for some yeah. reason. Like you like absurdist weird stuff. Yeah. I love Xavier. I love that show. It's that's the one that I've had. I I know what it is and I'm having the hardest time getting into for sure. Cuz it's hard to get into. <laughs> yeah, that show is oh. I I'm, I'm trying to remember the the which episode it was, but the one where he pretends to be a man pretending to be a woman pretending to be a man <laughs> or something like that where it just it's just layers on layers and then it's just non-stop dialogue it's anyway it's wonderful it is. Um, yeah. if you ever want to have a watch party let me know my favorite is probably the one with the Mexican gang oh, yeah. it's, it's, that's all I need to say anyway. <laughs> it's a very good episode uh, we'll so anyway uh, Alana any final thoughts on Avengers Infinity War Endgame Part 2 The Final Summoning I think that's the yeah, whole that's title. That's the full title. Yeah. Um, Wrath of Thanos. Final thoughts. Um, I don't know. I'm Ant-Man excited. The butt plug. <laughs> I'm very excited for everyone to see it. I think there's lots of stuff that I didn't expect in it. Okay. Um, and I just think it's so cool that we've all had this journey together where it's 10 years, 20 movies, and this is it. And it's all been feeding millions of people towards this point. And I just think that's awesome. That like this week is like we're all like in this fucking phenomenon together. Getting to experience it. And I was talking yeah, to cool. John at lunch about this. It was like, oh, you know, Feige, all those guys get like tons of credit for what they did in this show. 
but really all they did was commit to the thing they wanted to do yeah. where mm -hmm. none of the other studios are willing to commit to this long, long game. Term, yeah. yeah. Like this is this, what, when else have we seen a, what, how long has it been? Like 10 plus years, right? Yeah. yeah 10 plus. I always just keep being like Wu-Tang did it. Wu-Tang did it first. <laughs> <laughs> just copied Wu-Tang. I, I guess. Wu-Tang oversaturated. But like, so a director's job is to have a cohesive vision and execute on that throughout a franchise. Now imagine having that, but times 10 where yeah. now you have to do with all these movies. So the fact that that could have been accomplished is a feat. And it's funny enough, you called it a show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which is, it's sort of what it's become. This yeah. is like new television. Yeah, where these are episodes of, a, of an ongoing story. Yeah. We're not like too far off where movies are going to, this sort of thing's going to be monthly, where you, <sighs> we're not that far off. Like, from from the content that involved and long being monthly? It takes too long to make. They'll find a way. I don't know how. They'll do it. Like, I mean, just, they can make 10 at a time. Well, yeah, like, or they would make like little bespoke TV style things, but that, that are 90 minutes instead of Maybe. 30. Would that be that profitable though? They'll find a way. I th think with like, they make so much money off merchandise. Most people aren't going to buy monthly merchandise. That's why they keep changing their outfits, right? Is so like, they'll buy like, oh, the new Captain America figure based on this movie rather than this movie. If there are too many Captain America movies, people are going to be like, there's too many. I'm I, not going to buy them all. I'm with you. I think oversaturation is a thing and I'm actually glad they're taking a break. So yeah. I think this is, like I said, this is, this is the marathon. You're finally getting to the end, but it, you had a lot of fun running it. So I'm excited. I'm glad. There's so many glad. things that I want to say that I can't. Good. Like, don't, and don't, mean, don't tell me after we're done filming. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm going to, after we're done here, I'm going to put my fingers in my ears <laughs> and walk away. And with that said, I'd like to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Quip. We love Quip over here. They're good for your teeth. So one of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us, Omar, do not do it properly. I'm not saying you don't do it properly. Okay. I'm just getting your attention. Because I have a quip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quip has a built-in two-minute timer, which pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, which helps you guide to get a full and even clean mouth. The question is, why would you do this? Well, up to 90% of us do not brush for a full two minutes or do not clean evenly. I actually personally love this feature. It's fantastic. Uh, brush heads are also automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Another question, why do that? Three to four of us use bris bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective. I can attest to that. And I'm just a lazy with my teeth, but it's really nice to have a nanny to tell you what to do and mm -hmm. when to do it. Um, so they have a little bit here of telling, they ask me, why do I love Quip? And I'm actually being honest here. Uh, we just traveled for this big long shoot, there's on a circle. I never travel would travel with an electric toothbrush until now because of that. You have to have like a charger with you and all stuff. They just give you a little battery. And they're gigantic usually. Yeah. And the Quip one is, it's very tiny. It's like a normal toothbrush. And it's like, this is the first electric toothbrush that I've traveled with that I like. I'm not worried that it's going to die. I do have a little extra AAA battery if it's about to go, but I've had it for months now. It's great. My new head's coming in this week. It's great. My mouth has never been cleaner. I, actually I, really, I also just really, really like, like the it. thing where you could stick it on the mirror. The little holder is, that is bread. What that's for? Yeah. Stick it to the mirror and then you turn it in upside down mm -hmm. as a travel case. Fantastic. Boom. It just blew my mind. Yeah, yeah it does have Quip. a little carrying case. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, anyway, that's why I love Quip and that's why they are backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25 and if you go to getquip.com slash dude right now, you get your first refill pack for free with Quip Electric Toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free if you go to get. Q-U-I-P dot com slash dude. Thank you, Quip. You're awesome. Thanks for supporting the show and our mouths. 
They really do. That's not in the ad read. I just said that. It sounds good, though. Uh, this does lead into my... I have, I have two... We can talk about two different things. This is the path we can choose, the timeline. Avengers is coming to Fortnite. There's actually a second Fortnite story about how Epic is... Overworking. Overworking their people because of the success of Fortnite? Yeah, because Fortnite mm. has to be constantly updated. It means that their staff is constantly overworked. We did a story today on Inside Gaming about Apex um, not doing so hot. Yeah, which is in theory because they aren't updating enough. Right. Also, how long has that game been out? Fortnite? February. But they, Apex. So Apex. they've had one yeah. new character. Like Fortnite has like changes every week. Yeah. The, the, the thing there is Epic has a thousand. Um, employees, I think they said, and most of them are working on Fortnite right now, and they are doing constant updates. I just watched a stream today. The game looks radically different from when I first played it. It's there's like an ice level, and people have big robot packs on them and stuff, and like they look like steampunk men. New animations or stuff. I'm just like, it's it's still the same game, but I'm like, it's just looks different, updated. Apex is still the same game. They've changed Which I very love. Little. Please don't change too much. Big <laughs> fan of Apex Legends. Still playing it. I would be okay if they changed the map a little bit. Yeah. or Change add, the map or add a new one. Add a new gun. Something. Please. Anything. Well, well here's, here's my side of that story. Is because of what Fortnite did and all that stuff, Are did they just breed an entire like audience who can't wait for shit to... Or like who are so hungry for new stuff... That they get they burn they burn out on everything no, so quickly now. I think now? it's that they've built an audience who feels like they have to stay up to date with Fortnite constantly and can't stop playing or they'll lose track of the meta. I think that's the idea is they're constantly hmm. updating to drip feed drip feed people this information that they feel like if they take two weeks off then they can't play the game anymore because they won't understand what they've missed. But wow. do you think the game would would have been less popular had they decided instead of doing? I'm just going to throw out numbers like every two weeks we're going to drop this update every two weeks. Mm -hmm. Instead, they said every two months we're going to drop this update. And that just expanded the expectation out that do you think people would be upset with Apex or people would have fallen off Fortnite faster? Or did they breed that into their... I think they would have fallen off faster. You think so? Mm -hmm. That people were already that ADD about or whatever <laughs> about like keeping track it's, of that you stuff? Know, it's, it's, it's only one game mode, right? For both of these games. No, no, no. Actually, Fortnite has more. But if, yeah. if it's if they're running on Battle Royale, it is just one thing. And if you don't update it, you can only do that one thing so many times. So I fully get that you need to make some changes to keep people feeling like they're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. Sure. But the, the Apex audience is burnt out. I do know that. Just um, um, hours of the same game. Yes. And Be playing but because game. of the expectation that Fortnite set. Possibly. Or they would have been you or people would have been never burnt. I played Fortnite. Okay. But I've played a ton of Apex. Mm. I'm slowly playing less and less. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, think because it feels the same. There, I mean, there, it's it's always the same app. It's always the same characters, same abilities, same guns. And you kind of know the meta, whatever mm. that is. Um, you know, if you get a Havoc early on without a turbocharger, you're boned. Maybe you'll make it. I don't know. Um, but if you're, it's, it is sort it's of like same. Overwatch did a really good job of updating. I feel like they updated less than Fortnite, but yeah. enough that players were constantly excited. Battle Royales are these perfect stream games, though, and that's sort of the story today, mm. which was saying they're noticing Apex numbers are way down. They're like on like Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. It's like like 20,000 people just watching Apex now, where there's 200,000 people still watching Fortnite. So, like, the king is reigned, the king is still there. But uh, this story was actually new to me. The They're overworking their staff. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Where's this coming from? I think it was reports from inside the company. Like okay. people spoke to journalists that basically I could I could pull it up real quick. Sure, yeah, sure. somebody somebody could find um, the answer. But yeah, going it. going back to what we were saying earlier, this was I was talking to Brian this morning about it because we we're trying to 
fit this piece for the new story that I thought I was going to record, but then Lawrence being the, uh, the champion that he is, yeah. like, I'll film it while I'm doing a monologue in Austin, killing himself. But I was like, Oh, more power to you. I helped him with the thumbnail. It's about all I can do. <laughs> um, but the, the numbers was about, uh, respawn entertainment has about 200 to 250 staff, whereas Epic has a thousand. Yeah. But, Epic is mostly just focused on Fortnite right now, where Respawn is focused on two games. So that 250 is spread across the Star Jedi Wars Jedi Fallen Order yeah, okay. and Apex. And Apex was sort of a a tiny project. Apparently, all the, the team was working on it at one point, but then obviously they shifted. It takes, mm-hmm. what, two, three years to make a game like Jedi Fallen Order? So A lot less to make a Battle Royale. Yeah, especially when they're reusing assets from Titanfall. When's Jedi Fallen Order? Oh. It's November 13? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Right I think it was. Then. Um, it's yeah, mid mid November, but that's when that game comes out. Yeah, it's coming out this year. Yeah, so wait, how long have you known that that game has existed, or how long is the world? We knew known? the world's year known ago. since E three last year. Oh, okay. yeah, but I just now, that for that left my brain. Then I don't remember. It, it was a real. Kind <laughs> it was a of, bad reveal. It was a really okay. bad reveal. It was, it was someone Andrea Grenet walked over to Jason Zempella. I do like, remember that, and she's like, "What's the game?" And he was like, "It's this Jedi it's a, Fall in Order." Yeah. And she was like, "Okay, so that's the name." He's like, "Yep." And they showed nothing. It was very went, strange. Okay. And, and they both did the best of what, what they were allowed, I guess. But yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a very weird reveal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now we're fast forward a year and the game's about to come out. We know who the main star is. Uh, it's like they kind of know the story now. We don't really know what the gameplay is. We'll probably know that at E3. Yeah. But um, Didn't EA pull out of E3 this year as well? That'd be interesting. I don't. I, E3 I mean, to me is a shell of what it used to be. Oh, anyway. yeah. So it's just like, I, I'm not paying attention to whether mm-hmm. people are showing up or not. Because I think technically like, EA yeah. pulled out last year too because they were outside yeah, the convention. I, no, you know what it is? I don't think they're having a press conference this year. I don't think they're having one at all. I mean, Probably because the negative response I got last year is just the, the press conference is becoming more and more pointless. Well, I, it's I, weird there's only one day of it this year, right? Like Sunday and Monday and that's it. There's not well, a Saturday thing anymore. There's EA's not, press conference last year did increase their stocks. It did help with their stock prices. And I will always make the argument that EA's press conferences have always existed for shareholders and for the stock market and not actually for gamers. That's why yeah. they play mobile games and they show their sports games. That's, that's, what, what, that's what E3 was for before it became. That's true. Yeah. That is true. We just happened to watch it. And um, now it's a consumer facing event. And yeah, it, EA is completely yeah. skipping E3 2019. Makes sense. So they're not going to do EA play outside or anything like that? Oh, shit. Nothing. I, I imagine, too, it's sort of the. So Sony's gone completely. EA's gone completely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just Microsoft and UB. This, this uh, is Square announced something today or yesterday um bethesda is still there <laughs> <That's> bethesda. <it. laughs> they love it mm-hmm. oh, man. uh i'd be really curious if they show anything i think but xbox is just gonna have like they'll the, probably show jedi fall and all they'll just have tons they'll have cyberpunk they'll have halo they'll be that Gears. that entire hall will just be one giant xbox booth yeah this is probably no, because be. funnily enough they're also not in the hall the hall is mixer xbox isn't they're in the the microsoft building thing outside no, no, they're they're they're, they're, they're in LA Live. Yeah, down they're the at LA Live because they already pay for that building. Yeah, so Xbox is not even at E3 yeah. and wasn't last year either. It's Mixer, and now there's no PlayStation either. It's so weird, <laughs> just yeah. like falling apart. But I think that it's happening this year because no one has anything to show because of next gen. Yep, that they're all just like we're oh, we're in an odd year because make ourselves look bad. PS5 is going to get announced. Xbox Two, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to call it. Uh, that's Xbox probably- One Two. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I still stand by this. They should have done this with Xbox One. I still say they should have just called it Xbox. They would, no, the world just, wasn't ready for that. iPad hadn't happened yet for that. It did. You know, they probably when, could I just call them when, Xbox When now. Xbox One came out. 
Right, was was did Apple already drop the numbers from the iPad at that point? No, but so yeah, because well, I think they were getting there. It was like yeah. iPad yeah. Air or stuff like that. But yeah. regardless, it's just like just call it an Xbox. Like at this point, you know you're not going to have any more. Well, especially right now, they probably can because I think consoles are going to be a lot more iterative. We'll get them every four years. Well, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be the Pro Edition, and they're going to just be yeah, the... Yeah, right. I mean, they had Slim last time, and, like, the, the PS3 had that first PS3, and then the refined one that was cheaper and mm-hmm. had the matte finish rather than piano, and then the Slim, and then the Super Slim or something. There were, like, there, there was were one, There was one with a sliding top. I love that one. I oh, still yeah. have it, yeah. Oh my god! I, I, I like the one before that. The smaller one before the, the sliding top one was the one that I thought looked the best. Yeah. We got way off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> we really did. So um, what I was going to go back to. I'm just saying, respawn is probably at 250 to 300 people right now, mostly working on Jedi Fallen Order. Whereas Epic has about a thousand people mostly working on Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, they probably didn't anticipate staffing up, and they probably aren't ready to do so. I mean, we're we're guilty of this all the time, where you're in the weeds and you're very busy. And you forget to do things like yeah. hire people. So they probably weren't anticipating Apex to be as popular as it was. And they're doing probably the best they can with what they have. Whereas Epic is just steamrolling right now. Yeah. So. so the article I'm reading right now is on Gama Sutra, but it seems like Polygon's the original source. Mm-hmm. The headline is constant development means a perpetual push to crunch at Epic. The biggest problem is that we're patching all the time. The executives are focused on keeping Fortnite popular for as long as possible, especially with all the new competition that's coming in. And it's basically about developers from Epic talking about regular crunch. They say that it's an unspoken requirement of the job. Um, Yeah, the the developers even in QA just constantly have to work because there's so many patches rolling out. uh, So they're just basically constantly in crunch. It would be like a company constantly feeling how we have felt during Arizona Circle. Right. Which is intense. And some of them have I mean, average seventy hours of work week. Yeah. And the stuff before, like before Red Dead came out, there was a whole the whole yeah. re rewave of that whole like concern over people mm-hmm. overworking yeah, themselves. Yeah, I think on video but Rockstar, games. it's supposed to be you know it is a crunch towards the. I'm not going to defend them; it's still bad, but it's towards the end at least. Whereas this seems like it's well, yeah. constantly. Well, yeah. Now, um, now every week is the end yeah. of the cycle because they got to get the new thing out. Yeah. At what point do you think that falls apart? Like. You say I the mean, company gives us unlimited time off, but it's almost impossible to take that time. If I take right. time off, the workload falls on other people, and no one wants to be that guy. There's that a, is the the problem with unlimited PTO. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they trick you. Yeah. yeah, they guilt you. That's just how it goes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Union unionization. Yeah, maybe that's that stuff has been in the works. But like, at what point do you do you think that fo- that that whatever that fucking game is called. I already forgot. Fortnite. There we go. <laughs> you forgot that. Okay. I, my brain popular doesn't, game in the yeah, world. Yeah. That doesn't work. My brain doesn't work like, like that. But Children like, love it. at what point do they, do they start to slow down? Do you think they can? Is there anything that is going to, because obviously their audience is going to persist because they it overcame Apex again. So yeah. one of the biggest problems with the way that crunch works in the games industry, as far as I see it, is that these these companies know that people are expendable because I think it's like there are, say for every 300 jobs there are in game development every year, there are 13,000 people leaving university looking for game development jobs. So if you're trying to get into QA, which is most starting positions is QA, you don't care. So they're just going to lay off anyone who gets burnt out, hire the next student from a pool of 1,000 unemployed students who've mm. studied game development. Who they can pay bottom, <clears throat> bottom tier. Pay nothing, yeah. who all right. really want to work in the industry because there are no jobs. So it's just these companies being like, you're all expendable. Let's just burn you out and shovel the new ones in. And they just they can just keep doing it. Yeah. I guess on the on that note, I hope the guys working on Apex aren't killing themselves. And that is true. That's they're probably 
going at their own pace and they're doing it for their own health. I also don't want that game to be updated as much as Fortnite. I would like some more updates, but I don't want it that much. It's like a map change once in a while. Yeah. Bomb out a building, move I a mountain. Want, I want those those dinosaurs to come in. Yeah. The dinosaurs? What's yeah, their there's story? like dinosaurs in the ocean. When you first jump in, there's like these weird sort of like alien. They're also in the training area. Yeah. They're alive? Yeah. Yeah, they're just walking the slowly. And like, what if they just like came under the map? The Titanfall had, I think, one level where there were like these weird alien creatures that would like, I don't think they would do anything. It was in Titanfall 1. I don't uh, think they had it in Titanfall 2. God, but there's I like, you're, you're on alien one. planet, so it's like you would see indi- indigenous creatures yeah. there. I don't know. It's it's fine. Don't we, We'll get their story. Don't worry. Yeah, I yeah. do really like the Fortnite stuff, like the the first Thanos thing they did with the, it was like Man with the mm-hmm. Golden Gun, but with the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And I do like the idea of, oh, there was that Meteor thing. Basically, like something looks like it's getting closer and closer, and then the map changes. Like yeah. I think that that's really cool. That's it's a cool global event that right. they regularly have. But I, I will never season seven now or something. Yeah, I'll never play down the importance of Fortnite. It's unfortunately a game that hasn't stuck with me because of the building mechanics. Yeah, same. What, the thing that sets it apart is the part you don't like. Yeah, yeah same. I, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> I don't like it. But it's the same way. I'm not a huge fan of PUBG because of how slow it feels. So it's like I wanted something in the middle. It was Apex. Yeah. It was, yeah. oh, you can climb buildings, but it's still a first-person shooter, but it's still fun and cartoony and slidey and it's, silly. Yeah, it's for sure faster um, than PUBG. When I play PUBG, I'm so nervous that I hide in a room and like will listen to gunfire outside and be like, please don't come near me. Yeah. A- Apex, Apex is the, I'll, I'll go out and fight. Apex is the closest thing that I can think of, like reminds me of like Halo, where it feels like a pretty even playing field but it has those sort of like overwatch elements i don't know it's it's something that so it, you like halo or? i think halo's pretty cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. anyone does anyone else think that nice damn it mm. they announced they finally announced their master chief did you see that no this oh, story yeah. blew my mind it doesn't i don't know they said they're like, like they finally announced that. the actor who will play master chief in the long-awaited halo live action tv series and i went what year do they think it is yeah yeah, they, they're making a Halo live action series. Supposed to do that for forever. They announced that Spielberg was tied to it. That was the um, I think yeah. when they were doing the those Xbox promos. Um, this was back when Xbox One launched. I think it was the Xbox One like TV series original reveal event yeah. where everyone was like, "Stop mm-hmm. talking about TV, talking about video games." Is when they spoke about Halo. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. That was a. Uh, was it Quantum Break or something? There was yeah. the other game that was like, oh, we're going to have this whole tie-in with the TV I thing. I really like that. And like, it all just fell apart before it could come out. Regardless, I was they, so bummed. They uh, announced is the... Well, uh, no, Quantum Break does do that. The, the TV show never happened, though. They were supposed to it's, have it's a within, Microsoft's... It's within the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, are, were, there are live action bits that stream, basi- right? Yeah, basically yeah. it's like uh, you finish a chapter and then there's like a half-hour TV segment based on what you did. Oh. And it is in the game, and it is really cool. There's another game that did that. There's a, it's a... It's a online game hmm. I was gonna say Warframe but it's definitely not Warframe no um, I know what you're talking about the, it was um, some space bullshit the sci-fi channel yeah, yeah. Not, and it was supposed to be like but... what a lot of players yeah. were doing would shape the show or something mm-hmm. yeah, that sounded cool but Quantum Break a lot of people really didn't like it I actually enjoyed it because it felt to me like if I was playing a chapter a night that I would sit there I would play it and then I would watch it and then Defiance. go to bed and it was just defiance that's it yep Apparently it was pretty bad, but but no, it was it was kind of like a cool like all right, well now I get my show and then I go to sleep. It was I, I liked it. It's, I had fun a, with it. It's a weird time. It it do you, you remember growing up when you, a movie would come out and then I don't know you know the Total Recall NES game would come out and it would barely 
resemble what you watch. And it's like, there's hey, a we played man. World War Z this week. So I'm uh, getting to that. I'm saying we're in this very weird time where people are still trying to do these movie uh, tie-ins. Movie tie-ins. Uh, I forget exactly. Cross-media synergistic bullshit <laughs> um, where they're like, play the movie, see the game. They try to do all these things. But then things like Batman, Arkham City or Arkham Asylum, those sort of things happen where they go, these things can exist individually on their own. They don't have to mm. come out around the same time. EA says that, but man, they're still pushing for those games to come out around the times of the movies. Oh, EA is obsessed with uh, multimedia. Obsessed yeah. with it. But like all these things are like, you play the game and then you get the rest of the story at the movie. You're like, shut up. No one wants that. Like, you that. Or no one, you're not going to get enough people to do that. It's, I think it's enough if they just do like just a little bit. It, funny enough, I think Enter the Matrix probably did it the best. Yeah. Or they're like, what kind of interesting side characters? We're going to give them their own game, but you don't, you're not losing anything by yeah. watching one of the other, only playing one and only watching. I don't yeah. know. Weird enough. Oh, here I am defending Enter the Matrix. Regardless, <laughs> Year of Our Lord 2019, we got a World War Z game that's not half bad. Uh, we played it yesterday yeah. and actually. It's fun. Had fun. Yeah, but it's not exactly like World War Z. It is. No. From I, what I've seen. But I mean, the movie the, is the, not like World War Z. Nothing yeah. is like World War Z. <laughs> Not so is one. it is it the game closer to the book or the movie? The game's no. just close to Left 4 Dead. <laughs> yeah, it's just Left 4 Dead. No and yes. It is, it's it Left 4 Dead? It is a third person Basically. Left 4 oh, Dead. Um, it's it's a little derpy at times, but we had fun. Um, yeah, for sure. It, they, they do the, 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 the only thing they have associated with the movie is that they do the zombie pile up thing. That's mm. it. Mm. They pile up, you throw a grenade at it, and you just see these bodies go like, no. Oh. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's derpy. It's silly. There are a lot of zombies falling through the sky in that game, actually. Just, like just like, raining? Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. it's raining. You're just like, all right, well, better yeah. pull my taser I guess, out. I guess. Yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> we got that and Days reason. Gone, which I guess is another big zombie game that, um, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. I'm Days actually gone. allowed to sort of talk about that at this point, too. Okay. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Let, yeah, me do, uh, let me do this real quick. We didn't get to talk about the, the smutty game. Uh, I mean, we don't have to. Are we out of time? We're pretty close. Uh, Damn. I think we started late. Well, we also had that yeah. weird thing in the middle that we won't talk about. Yeah. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Upstart. As most of us have found out, the hard way getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICA, or FICO score sorry, isn't great. Uh, sky high interest rates can make it pretty much impossible or just incredibly hard for you to break out of the revolving debt cycle. Thankfully now, there is upstart.com, the revolutionary, my tongue, lending platform that offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of smarter interest rates. So free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating consolidating everything into your one monthly payment with Upstart. I don't think I ever told you guys this. I used to do this. This was like my first job, like out of high school slash college. Was selling I, credit cards? No, no. Like Upstart? consolidating debt. This yeah. is actually something I learned yeah. early on in my life. No, it's actually... It's this happens to a lot of people um, going off a little bit of the ad read. I'm just sort of stressing the importance of this. A lot of people have a mortgage and then credit card debt. It is actually very wise to consolidate said debt so that your credit card debt doesn't take over your life because credit card debt can tend to be insanely high. Yeah. Whereas your mortgage rate can be pretty low. So if you can combine that, consolidate it, you get a lower mortgage rate. Then rather than spending that extra money that you got, you put that stuff away and you actually have a savings, which is like, Super important, something hmm. that I've been doing for a long. Do yeah, I've been doing it for a long time, and I have a friend whose credit card debt is so high that he just can't do anything. 
this is uh, probably for him. So see why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash dude to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash dude. Um, yeah, no joke. I, I was into that, but then... I, I got back into the creative field. <laughs> so, yeah. but um, that was something I actually learned really early on when I was young. And um, I have been debt free for 15 years now. And I actually was able to save money. I cannot stress that enough. If you're young and you're swimming in credit card debt, that is something that you need to rectify as quickly as possible. Be careful. That stuff will bury you. Yeah. Um, that is one of the scariest things that happens to young people is they go, here's this credit card, spend wherever you want. Don't worry. What is like, what does this 20% interest rate mean? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I've always been so careful about it. I'll pay it off every month. I'll never That's good. Like put more than half on it. But then they lie to you and say, like, oh, you gotta carry over your balance and blah blah. Do they tell you a bunch of stuff to like make you pay interest because it's like supposedly better for your credit score? I don't know if that's true. I don't or think not. I ever have. But they it tell is, you a bunch of stuff to like scare you. I only you buy my groceries it more. on it. Yeah. yeah. It, there, it is important to build credit, I guess, here in America land. Um it helped us get a loan. It when took we me got three years to get enough credit yeah. to be able to rent. So yeah, it, it it is important stuff, but you don't want to be swimming in debt. So I just that that is a me caring about you, audience. We love you. Please do not get into debt. It's really crazy. Uh, sorry, days gone. Do you like it? <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> um, I'm very curious to see uh, review scores will be up Thursday. That is the game they. I want to say it came out like they showed at E3 or something, but you're basically um, it was Norman the- Reedus in Walking Dead, right? That's yeah, sort of I mean it's Sam Witwer. Oh, I know. I mean, well, I'm saying the, the type of character you're on a you're a, a cool of, motorcycle man, sort of running away from all yeah. the zombies. I'm not allowed to um, like give an opinion, too much opinion. Um, but I can say that right now I am guessing. This is not my opinion. I'm not the one saying it. Just a guess. It'll get sixes and sevens. Really? Yep. Hmm. Do you consider a seven a bad score? No. Okay. I know the lots of people who think seven, but, but six or seven. But that's just because we get so many like eights, nines, and tens at this point. That well, a lot of people are like five, zero, like one to five is an unusable number because yeah. of those mm-hmm. are all fa- like anything under six is failing, right? Yeah. What but is like, a good game that you would have given a seven? That's not a fantastic game. Recently, in general, like in your life, what's like a good example? <sighs> Man, I don't know. Like I would have given well, th- like Red Dead a eight or eight or eight ish nine. Okay. Like yeah, not perfect, too, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. To me, the best scoring method is four and the four things. Like don't ever play this. Mm. And then the top of that is absolutely everyone should play this. Yeah. And then right below that is like play this if you like the genre. And then this is not that good. There's like four things that you. I like the IGN scale, which is. I think it's ten is masterpiece. There's no perfect. Nine is great. Eight is good. Seven is maybe even seven is good. It's like it's or seven's like okay. And then it, it sort of just tapers down from there, but it doesn't, you know, a ten isn't isn't a ten out of ten doesn't mean a flawless video game. And I feel like that's always a really important right. note. But, it's like but still perfect. anything under and anything under a six is yeah, like there's no reason to have a differentiation between one no. and six. They're generally not reviewed <clears throat> because a lot of bad games come out and people don't play all of them. Yeah. So like people are less likely to play the games that aren't going to be good anyway. But yeah, I'm not expecting Days Gone to be received terribly well by critics, but uh, we'll see. There's definitely stuff that I, I'm enjoying about it. Um, I find it strange that it's single player. It's very long. 
it's like the, 60 plus hours. Yeah, the, there's no there's no multiplayer aspect to mm -hmm. it. It's really weird to me. Sony likes their single players. Yeah. So okay, how they sell consoles. I'm curious, um, but I I will wait too for scores only because I'm so behind on Sekiro and ten other games. Yeah, I'm getting uh, back into Sekiro right now. There was that sweet new game that came out on Switch. Then a couple other ones, the 2D um, Ninja One, where you can slow down time. Yeah, looks cool. What's it called? It's got a weird name. Yes, I don't it does. What it's called. It looked cool though. It's like Hyper Ninja there or were something. Like four <laughs> games out on yeah. PS4 this week. Mortal Kombat's out today. I think. Yes. Oh, I got Mortal Kombat as well. Yeah. I, I have it sitting on my Xbox right now. That is actually, I want to play that. But then James and Lawrence uh, were like, dude, did you play Mortal Kombat X? And I was like, I never got around to that one. I was like, you should play it. The story's pretty rad. Like, damn it. So, <laughs> so not playing Mortal Kombat so because you want, yeah. you want to play the story of this fighting game. That's so funny to me. The, yeah, that's ridiculous. The, uh, the story in uh, Mortal Kombat 9 was actually pretty damn good. I know it's that they've done game. really well with their single player stuff in Mortal Kombat games, but it's super funny to me that you wouldn't play yeah. 11 because you have I still think Injustice 10. 2 was the best fighting that end story. Uh, Katana Zero was Katana the game Zero, that it. I just wanted to let everyone know in case yeah, they were frustrated. Just, yeah. and Katana Zero, uh, we did a Let's Play. Yeah, it. did a little gameplay of it. That should be going up nice. in a couple weeks. Yeah, I, I, watched, I watched a Switch review on it. I was like, That's a, that is a perfect game to like play on the road. It's, um, I, I would guess like six or seven hours. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I don't think it's super long either. So yeah, I, nice I like music. those like hyperlight drifter type games, like real quick to get into, just sort of play it. Isn't hyperlight drift along though? I never. Yeah, but it's, it. it's easy to play. Yeah. You can just pick up and put it down whenever you want. Yeah. And I enjoyed the hell out of that game. It was really good. But uh, Days Gone, that's that is one that I may not be making time for. Oh well, I wasn't excited about it before it came out. So like, this is not out. But even at E three last year, I would have I would have guessed six or seven. Um, for most outlets, what but that doesn't mean the community. By their covers? <laughs> Some, I, sometimes I'm very good at it with video games. Okay, like I guess I've been in the industry for long enough that like Mass Effect Andromeda, I was like, game's gonna be bad. Everyone was like, bullshit, and I was gonna, like, it's gonna not gonna be mind. good. No Cox and Moby Dick. What? I know. Well, Ahab's kind of a dick, but that's nah, fine. <laughs> yeah, it still doesn't have a dick. I don't know. Sometimes giant it's just easy to tell based on video game marketing campaigns. It's a metaphor. Works. <laughs> a giant white whale. That's actually that was one of my favorite jokes growing up. What's long pink and drags on the bottom of the ocean? A dork. You? Moby's dick. Uh, not the not the electronic artist. <laughs> Moby. <laughs> that was. Is he still around? Yeah, he just put out a new album on the Calm app. On, wow. On Calm or Heads, Headspace or something. Calm. I, one of those. Th one of those, those meditation those, apps. One of those many apps that put you to sleep that. Claim to get rid of my stress and anxiety, but damn it, it's still there. <laughs> wow. Um, um, oh, yeah. I, so I actually wanted Jacob on the podcast today because I wanted to yell at him, even though he told us to do this already, but I wanted to yell at him for not telling us to play Battlefront. Uh, I played Battlefront 2 last night mm. just because I'd heard the new supremacy mode is pretty awesome. It is awesome. The game's beautiful. It is also a gorgeous game, yes. But they, they have this like never-ending war mode in uh, Battlefront 2 now, hmm. and I'm, I'm still unclear of how the card system works and all that stuff, but, um, and there's still some really quirky things, like that game is a mess UI-wise. Yeah, um, it's all over the place. Yeah, and I, I you can do the FOV slider on PC, and on first person looks fine, but then there's characters that you can only use in third person, like special units, and it, it is just warp vision, and it looks <laughs> terrible, and there's all these UI elements, but like, Yeah, when I don't, you use an FOV slider, how does it work if you swap between first person and third person? It looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to switch back yeah. every time you Ugh. do it. Yeah, it's it's not great. I, I was trying to find that middle ground. I Like I said, I just picked it up like I was like, I just want to try it. Mm. I heard this mode is cool, and it was pretty damn cool, and it didn't didn't feel too uh, 
Didn't feel like it when it first launched. It's weird. It's weird that that game is, I, I mean, I guess it's not weird that they're still updating it or whatever because it's like a giant property or whatever, but yeah. it did so poorly. I mean, I got, I got a lot of negative press, and, which bums me out because the original Battlefront series of that, it was like, it's a pretty simple formula. <laughs> you just copy Battlefield, like real basic Battlefield. Like you, you strip away all the unlocks and all the perks and stuff like just make a pretty simple game, but no, EA's got to make their money back, so they. It was did an interesting cycle because the bad press. I think that we might have written the first thing about it uh, when I was at IGN. Um, the bad press came from the early access. It was before the game was actually out, mm-hmm. and they took all the microtransactions out before the game even launched. But the public didn't realize that they had been taken out, so they refused. Well, I mean, to buy the it. outcry was already there. Like, yeah. it was already the worst thing in the world to, to yeah, everybody. But before. nobody yeah. reads the articles where you issue the update, and I'm like, well, EA actually took them all out. People just read the angry ones, mm-hmm. so nobody realized they weren't in there. And they were like, it launched with microtransactions. They screwed themselves, but like it didn't though. <laughs> but I thought, remember, it launched without microtransactions, it but it all the things that would be unlocked were just not available at that point. Like, they'd not like they took them out of the game. They just made it so you couldn't get them. Like, you couldn't earn the currency. I don't my, remember exactly it's, how it worked. Yeah, my memory is fuzzy on it because they just sort of wrote it off. Yeah. But then I heard they DICE has been trying hard to sort of rectify it, but... Like General Grievous is in it now, and he can like crawl around like a little bug man, and then like it's like you fight along with him and Count Dooku against uh, Anakin and Chewbacca while like everyone's on this. So it's like pretty, pretty cool. There's a big ground battle. It was just, I played the map on Geonosis. There's a big ground battle, and you have to take all these places, like all these uh, uh, like capture the flag, thing. basically capture enough of them, and then you can go up to the enemy ship, and then now it's your job to push in the enemy ship. To get ahead, but then if the other team pushes you, you're back on the battlefield. Yeah, and it just keeps going back and forth. Back, it happened like five times. So what is then, what is is there an end game or is I have it? No idea. I haven't got to it. Oh, yet. oh yeah. so people are just coming in and dropping out, and the, the same battles continuing it, it, on. It, I kind of like that. It actually yeah. reminded me of old Battlefront, um, like Battlefront Two, where it just like it was just a very pretty version of it, and it may have been because it was Clone War Saga. Um, it was prequel stuff, but. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I was like having a good time. So that, that's my recommendation for the week. Good that's stuff. crazy. This yeah. game, if you can get it for 20 bucks, um, they put a pretty cool mode in it. And here's hoping for Battlefront 3 to <laughs> <laughs> launch without a hitch. If they do that, um, yeah. yeah. They I don't have the license for much longer. Oh, no, they do. They just hit halfway. Uh, yeah, I think we're... I think they have four more years. We're, we're about to hit the hump. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I, I would love to see someone else get a hold of it and just... I don't know why. I'm excited about that Respawn game because I, know, I think me too. Respawn can do it. Yeah, and Respawn is a newly acquired EA uh, partner, you know. like Weren't so they like, EA from the get-go? No. Yeah. Well, no, so funny they weren't enough, owned, but they were exclusive, right? Or well, something. here, you want the whole story. EA's always published their games. No. Titanfall yes. was published by EA. And Microsoft. That is Maybe. true. It was an exclusive. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe but you want the whole history no, of Respawn Entertainment. It started back when they were 2015 studios when they're making Medal of Honor for EA and then they said we want to do some more stuff we're tired of World War II this is how the story goes apparently I thought they were mostly from Activision well this is the thing they left EA to go to Activision oh they started a little thing called Infinity War yeah and then there was the whole drama where they're like hey uh Vince and uh forget the other guy's name but Vince the head studio was like we want all this money because Modern Warfare 2 did really well and then they basically were ushered out of the building and fired and then royalties in video games are really bad, FYI. Yes. Like especially if you're working for a big publisher. Like you Activision. do not make anywhere near as much as anyone would think. 
Yeah. So either way, those guys left, started Respawn, and now they're right back where they all started. Mm. Not that they technically started at EA, but uh, it all... The team just kind of went that way. I didn't yeah, know that. Pretty much. Yeah, uh, uh, Infinity I want to say their first game was uh, Medal of Honor Allied Assault, which was on PC, which is the one that recreated the whole uh, D-Day invasion mm. from uh, Saving Private Ryan, which is rad. Mm. Um, but then they also went on to make Call of Duty, and now Titanfall, Apex, and hopefully the Star Wars game that's yeah. going to kick much I ass. believe they can do it. I'm... Once it comes down to what the game is, if it's a uh, a force unleashed style beat em up, yeah, which makes no sense. We have a goddamn lightsaber. Yep. If you hit an Ewok two times in the head with a lightsaber, his head falls off. Well, <laughs> he doesn't go ow ow. In theory, you shouldn't have a lightsaber for too much of that game because it's supposed to be the character hiding that they're a Jedi. Right. So I would guess they get it towards the end when they're fighting like a big bad guy. But for the most part, I think you would not have one. Interesting. Yeah. And that they shouldn't be that easy to come by, right? It's during the Clone Wars, isn't it? I have I have no knowledge would, of what <laughs> deep mm, deep Star Wars. Stuff. I was just looking at other people for Star Wars. I'm like, no. help Star well, Wars. <laughs> uh, to become a Jedi, you must build your own using Kyber crystals, which they were harvesting in Rogue One. That was my Jacob. It's something he would say though. <laughs> well, he would, but he doesn't yeah. sound like that. Yeah, he sounds more like Cole. We did a whole true. video on that. Wish we had Cole here. Yeah, it's Cole <laughs> and Jacob. I miss all my friends, but the Rapture's <laughs> been hard good. on all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Lots uh, of work to get done. But you know, it hasn't been hard on us. ExpressVPN. In fact, Woo! they've been really good to us. Uh, admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people, right, Omar? Mm-hmm. How dare you? <laughs> you may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details. But you know what, Omar? You'd be wrong. I am. Yeah. Uh, stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection encrypted, unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. Love Omar is what it will say. Take my info, yeah. he said. <laughs> I don't want it. I hate money. Uh, that's why we decided to take action to protect ourselves from cyber criminals, and that's why we use ExpressVPN. For less than $7 a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that we have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get a three-month free trial at expressvpn.com dude. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N, as in Nancy, dot com slash dude. For three months free with a one-year package, visit expressvpn.com slash dude to learn more. Thank you for sponsoring us and uh, our drunk game plays. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. Thank you. They, they finally turned a, turned a profit. <laughs> I was like, someone someone said yes. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Um, we're pretty much at the end of the show here, unfortunately. Uh, I did want to mention there was some cool future stuff happening in case you were wondering, hey, technology is not moving fast enough. Where's my foldable phone? Where's my self-driving car? Well, I got a couple answers for you. The foldable phone's not coming because it kept breaking. It kept breaking. And Samsung's <laughs> asking for those review copies back. Wait, actually? Yeah, they they pres- yeah. they not canceled, but they postponed the launch of the thing because of all the problems they were having. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, Dieter did a really good review on the Verge. Uh, say what you will about the Verge, but Dieter is awesome. He's one of my favorite uh, tech uh, analysis reviewers, whatever out there. And he did a he did he said something really great. He said. This thing's not, it's not great. It's got a lot of flaws, but I'm really glad it exists. <laughs> My favorite quote yeah. uh, from a review of that was Casey Neistat. And he was like, so when you have it folded out, it's about the thickness of one phone. But when you fold it together, it's more like the thickness of two phones. <laughs> and we're like, 
is it, Casey? A student. Wow. The student Who'd has become thought? the master. Uh, That's very good. Uh, because it's hard to see through his uh, sunglasses. But yeah. either way, foldable screens is something that's a it's it's an exciting technology. We no one asked for it, but here it is. Well, the DS has been doing it for ages. So I that's mean, really? I oh, mean, the yeah. screen isn't actually foldable. Is it? Well, I mean the. Right. Samsung I, just made a DS. But think about like, and they're going to make them foldable <laughs> and then eventually they're going to make them clear and then we're going to be living in all those sci-fi movies that we had yeah. our whole lives. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a clear piece of plastic that has a screen on it somehow. It's projected somehow. Yeah. I, but that's the cool thing is uh, yeah. you made me watch Demolition Man the other night. We did make you watch Demolition Man. <laughs> we were like, Alana, sit down and watch this film. And I was like, oh, geez, all right. We were, uh, we were, when we were doing Arizona Circle, we were like going through all the movies and I think they were watching, uh, James and Lisa were watching that, that like the last night or that one, that new. Oh, yeah. New, yeah. And then I was going through it and I said, Hey, I'm going to play this. And like, what movie? I'm like, I'm just going to play it and we're going to watch it and we're going to enjoy it. And it was Demolition but Man. But there is a lot of future stuff in that film that's correct. Demolition Man is more right than it is wrong. Still no VR. Self driving electric cars, is that VR three, sex. The, that exists. Three seashells. Is Between that Demolition Man or, or Judge I mean, do VR chat. I'm saying cyber sex yeah. is a thing, but it's not quite. The same. I, I like that Sandra Bullock hands Sylvester Stallone a towel before they start yeah, the cyber I know. sex. Yeah, Suddenly gonna, he gets a towel. Because he's going to come himself <laughs> in, a, in his kimono. <laughs> uh, but do yourself a favor and watch Demolition Man. It is a... Uh, I enjoyed it. It's aged well. How, I think it's aged well. How come they haven't remade that? They made I, I, Dread and well, all those other movies. Why haven't they remade Star Wars? Because I mean, it's well, perfect. They kind of have. Why yeah, haven't they, they remade Lord of the Rings? Because it's perfect. <laughs> That's true. That I will agree with. Um, I think because the movie was a flop. And was it? But it's it's got to be like a cult hit, right? Right. I don't know. I would think so. Enough people. It's of the name. pretty fucking fantastic. It's. I. It's, I. Okay. I yeah. wasn't sure if I was allowed to like it because James kept making fun of it. I was like, okay, but I like this film. Am I wrong? Well, I, we grew up watching it as kids when we loved it. This movie was awesome. It was the shit. I think and I expected it to be bad because it, of no, no. The it's jokes. not. It's not bad. It's just. It's very nineties. It's kind of dumb. It's but I enjoyed dumb. it yeah, a lot. I love it a lot. But there's yeah. there's just there's a lot of funny things that I just didn't notice the first time I had ever seen it. The last time I had seen it until we watched it in Austin was um, I saw it on VHS. So it's like it's been a long time since yeah. I watched this thing. And now there's only the digital version which you can rent or buy. Which it's not Taco Bell in the future. It's Pizza Hut. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, well. So that happened because it was a regional thing. Yeah. Right. In Europe. some regions it was Pizza Hut. In some regions it was Taco Bell. Bruce made the point that uh, the two main characters. I don't remember either of their names. Huxley and John Spartan. Next question. <laughs> uh, but basically just Batman and the Joker. Oh, oh, oh. So the villain. What's Simon, Simon Phoenix. Yeah, Simon Phoenix. They're, they're just Batman and the Joker. And they Mostly. fully are. He's absolutely right. And he's like, yeah, that dude's the Joker. 100%. There's nothing that really. was based on a comic book, right? I don't think so. I don't know. I know Judge Dredd was. Which yeah, was Dredd yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, maybe Demolition Man wasn't. I don't know. I don't think so. I I've done very little research on it, but also there's... You don't need to do research. I don't need to. You just watch the movie. It's there. If you want to see Sylvester Stallone get naked in one of his many films where he's pretty sure he's rubbing his balls against that glass while they're drowning him. Yeah, that was... They really chose those shots. It's, yep. the, it's the best yeah, His movie. ass is all over that movie. Yeah. Well, it's the best movie to show Alana, who's like never seen any of these movies, where the movie starts out in the far off distant year of 1996. Yeah. And Los Angeles is on fire. And it's this big action movie. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. And then... They're like, you broke the law. We're freezing you. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then they move him to this ice chamber where they're like, you have broken this law. You're now frozen. And then James pointed this out because Alana kept asking. And he said, every dumb question you have will be answered. Because these are all these are all, all your questions of like, why is this happening? Because they're all dumb things in the movie. Like, 
Why would they freeze him? But he even explains in the movie where he's like pretty much awake the whole time. Where he's like, he's he's it's awake. Torture. He's basically tortured for 36 years to relive this moment. Like, but he's tortured for 36 years because he didn't save people in a, he didn't do his due diligence for people in a building and didn't find them and they were already dead anyway. Is that why he got frozen? I thought he got frozen because like someday this guy's going to escape and I need no, to be there to come get him. No, 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 that's not it at he all. He didn't rescue 30 oh people my God. It's who were already dead anyway. Yeah. And like he was like, I did a scan and I didn't see any heat maps because they right. were all dead already. And then they, they were they, like, they are, no, they were probably alive. They are quick frozen to, for 30 years. They are quick to process him on this. But look, we just have to get him to the future. That's, that's why that's we're true. doing it. But the best part is when they unfreeze him, they're explaining, um, as per your, the condition of your prob- probation or whatever, um, you have to follow these rules as if there is a guideline for unfreezing cops in the future mm. who must stop <laughs> other supervillains. Yeah. Like this has happened before. It's... It's yeah, <laughs> someone really wrote all those rules for him. Uh, also, it's very easy for the villain to just go to a museum where guns are already loaded and just take them. Because nobody else is violent. Because no one's violent. That's why. And Dennis Leary likes to eat his uh, I really liked burgers. it. It was a good movie. It was a great movie. We were, we were laughing at it, it the whole time because time. like it's, I don't know if it's aged poorly, but it's still there's like a lot of stuff you're watching. You're like, we have self-driving electric cars. Yeah. They're all over that movie. It's crazy. Oh, that was the other, your your future bit. Your demolition man moment of the year. Uh, apparently, we're going to have self-driving cars, completely self-driving by 2020. Which blows my mind. I mean, we're pretty close, right? Except for that one that killed someone. Yeah, which they found the car innocent. Did they? What? Yes. Well, how? They, how? They, because the, apparently the person ran out in the road. I don't know. Arizona's a weird oh, state. Oh, I thought, yeah. wait, didn't that dude die because the like the woman. bus turned in front of him or something and he like went underneath the truck? Might be talking about two different things. Yeah. There was the one where the woman was crossing the road late mm-hmm. at night and like a highway or something like that in Arizona, walked in front of the car. The guy, his self-driving car was being controlled by a guy. Or sorry, self-driving car, but he was, there was someone in the piloted. car. Piloted. He's clearly on his phone during yeah. the thing. Hit someone's like, what the fuck? But um, they ruled that even had someone been driving, they would hit that person anyway. In theory, self-driving cars will reduce traffic by quite a bit, right? Because the biggest problem with traffic is merging, at least that's, in LA. That's when you have a 100% adoption of self-driving cars. No. Yeah, true. Until you hit 100%, that's And that's going to be forever away. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's such a privileged thing. Uh, yeah, there's a great YouTube channel, actually. Like, I'll recommend them. Um, CGP Grey. CGP Grey is... So that dude who makes all those videos is awesome at like breaking down all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that channel, that that person, I don't, I, his name is Gray, I think. I assume like. his name is Gray. Yeah, but whatever. He's really good at just like making science make sense. Mm-hmm. He did a fantastic uh, video on traffic. Highly recommend you watch it. Um, talks about the rubber banding of um, braking, yep. which yeah, a lot of times just people not paying attention. And it's one of those things I try to be conscious of when you're driving where it's like, when you break, you're affecting 50 cars down the line. Yeah, yeah and it's it's exponential as it goes down. Yep, it like doesn't reaction stop. To, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he does a really good explanation of like, you ever wonder when you're just driving and you hit traffic and then you drive and there's no accident, there's no anything there? It's because some doofus cut someone off, slammed on his brakes. Everyone had to and, stop. But, and he, he basically says, yeah, the, the only solution is all 100% self-driving. I hate which, myself for how interested yeah. I am. You're like, it's this video about traffic, and I'm like, oh, go on. No, you should you, you would super dig that channel. Probably. Yeah, you would super dig The thing dig that gets that me channel. about self-driving cars that I've always wanted to talk to someone about, I've, I've emailed 
multiple websites about it and tried to get someone to reply to me. You don't email websites. Yeah. You email people. Well, no, I go to the, it's contact, and it's like info at Tesla, okay? That's not a person. It's just the website. Goes to a robot. I mean, okay, yeah, go <laughs> What did the website say to you? They, they would never get back to me, but I, right. I always want to know about the morality of self-driving cars, right? So say that at one point in the future, we have two self-driving cars, something happens, a collision is unavoidable, mm -hmm. but they have the ability to detect how to minimize the uh, oh, danger. You're how talking do about they, the, the trolley problem, that? but with cars, right? Instead of is people, it? yeah. I'm talking about the, the, the good place. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's but it is it, a real um, thing. Uh, yeah, yes. I know it more because of the good place. But everyone, mm. it's it's a known like philosophical thing. Mm. Yeah, like if you could if you could save three people by killing one person, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I want to know if someone has to program that into a smart vehicle. Mm. How is that going to work? Uh, I have an answer for you. The car will explode in a jolly full of foam. Which will then protect everyone inside of it. Demolition man. All the demolition man. They predicted it. Yeah, I believe Elon <laughs> Musk showed a little bit of it, and there's a man just getting out of a giant bit of styrofoam. Yeah, it's great good stuff. I don't Go know. Watch. I just want to know what that what that future looks like. Where your demolition man knows your details, and you can get in an accident. Want to use a doctor and want to use a convict. The, the only music is show tunes, and we only eat Taco Bell, not Pizza Hut. You monsters. God, you regional is so monsters. Bad. It's bad dubbing. <laughs> Is Taco Bell only in America? No. I is doubt it? that. I mean, no. we have Pizza Hut in Australia. We don't have Taco Bell. Oh, that was the other prediction they actually got right. Uh, they have these Taco Bell can cantinas now. Yeah. They're, we do have Taco gonna, Bell cantinas. Taco Bell would be a high-scale restaurant in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it is. Have you still not had Taco Bell? No. Oh, Even after all that ribbing that you got from it? I mean, it's not. no one's ever taken me. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fast food. You just go there. You just go. I don't have a car. Where? How? Or, I mean, Postmates? Postmates I, yeah. know, I guess. <laughs> but that seems extra sad. No, no, no. Like, is, let me, um, Postmates you need I need to be full, drunk. I need yeah, to be drunk. You need the full Taco Bell experience. You need a full night of drinking. I started DJing every week just recently, and that seems like a thing where I could end up at Taco Bell one night. You, What you do is... Are Taco Bell's 24-hour? Some of them are. See, I have to find a 24-hour They have like their late-night menu, but like... What this, if I don't like it? You will. <laughs> well, well, number one, because you're going to be drunk, <laughs> like, Shut up, bitch. and you're going to spend at most ten dollars yeah. and have thirty-five items in your car or wherever you're standing. You underestimate me. When I am drunk, I don't just order one thing to eat. I order everything that sounds good. Yeah, I spent yeah. two hundred dollars. Exactly. You will still spend once. less than ten dollars. <laughs> Here's the thing: you'll order five of the same thing, but they're going to have different names. Mm. So, like cheesy gordita crunch, and then like. Five layer bean burrito. It's basically the same that's, thing, but it's a little the, different. The joke about Taco Bell is there are four ingredients, and <laughs> it's the ratio changes between those four ingredients. You want nacho cheese on it or sour cream? It's a different. You want a fried uh, gordita or a <laughs> what's a, the other one called? I forget. They're all bad for you. Yeah. There's a gordita, and then there's the one that's deep fried chalupa. Chalupa, <laughs> which is like, do you want the grease dripping down your chin while you bite into yes, it? Yeah, they just I have do. like like quesadillas and tacos they have and everything. And all everything. Okay. Yeah. Have you been to a Del Taco? It's a tortoise. Del Taco's pretty good too. Del Taco's my fucking jam. <laughs> I go there All right, way too this, often. This podcast has gone way too long. We're talking about food. We're gonna go get, <laughs> get some hammered Taco Bell. Talk about that is my that is my guilty food right there. Anyway, uh, thank you so much everyone for watching, listening. However you choose to check out the show, uh, check out our many sponsors. That actually helps us out a lot. That means the sponsors said they basically find out we did a good job. Um, so check some of them out. That's uh, if you're going to try any of those services anyway, use our promo codes. They help us out a lot. Tell a friend, maybe tell two. And if you don't have two friends, maybe you should make one. Tell us. And we'll be your second friend. Mm -hmm. You got a new thumbs up for the gift pile. We're going to do the post show. Stay tuned for that. If you are a Rooster Teeth first member, um, for everyone else, we will see you later. Goodbye. Bye.
be well. Here, high five me. I hit the microphone. Wait, wait, like high actually high five you? Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's in Demolition Man. I've seen that film.